just waiting for the notification. Uh, do you need to listen with headphones? Nah. Alright. I mean, I think I'm getting alright that I can ballpark it. Cool. By the uh, thing. Yeah, they've been sounding good. Yeah. So. And there it is. There it is? Yep. Okay. I forgot I had a do not disturb on, so mm. it didn't make a sound. All right, hey guys. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. We need to pause for. Oh yeah. Room uh, tone. Twenty seconds of room tone. You. Yep. Just double checking that. Whoa, that's peaked up high, 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 high. So input two. Wow, that is peaked like crazy. Input two down to one, down to one. Check you. Check me. Check, Check me. you. Check me. Check me. Okay, that's good. Um, right. Um, okay, ready? Uh, pause for room tone. Hey guys, welcome to RCR Podcast number 37. It's July 11th, my birthday. Happy, I've turned... Oh, thank you. Happy birthday, Nick. I've turned 33. I am Nick. I'm Brian. And uh, yeah, basically, here's how the format is going to go today. We are doing the first... This is a back-to-back -back After Dark podcast, where the first half is just going to be classic podcast format, where we're just like shooting the shit. And then the second half, we're going to enable Super Chat and start answering questions so that we're kind of, you know, trying to make everybody happy. Right. As opposed to the whole thing where, you know, we're stopping our stories every five seconds to talk about, you know, the super chat. But anyway, uh, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> and uh, we are less than a week away from Chicago, right. RCR Chicago. Still don't have a location for the meet yet. We do. Oh, we do? Uh, we do. Right. Uh, let me grab my phone. And I was talking to Mike Steinberg, who's going to be our Chicago contact. Uh, and he told me of a location that we're going to use for um, pull them up here. Uh, it's probably going to be Monday. So that's going to be Monday the what? The Monday the, um, let's yeah. see. All right. Uh, get, 11, get your 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. The 16th. Uh, Monday the 16th. It's looking. It's not official yet. We'll put it on Twitter. But probably Monday the 16th is going to be the RCR Chicago meet. It's going to be in the greater Chicago area, not, of course, in the city. Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Okay. Conversation between me and Mike. He says, I found a place. Uh do you have a someone else's blowing me up? Oh, it's Juliet Johnson. Um, it's going to be a parking garage. He says, yes. Uh, it is a road called Aviator Lane. I'll send you a screen cap of the area. Here's the designated roads in and out of it. Yeah, great. What's the address? Okay. The address of the parking garage for the to-be-determined RCR Chicago car meet, which will probably be in the afternoon. 
uh, is one Wariva Deck, Glenview, Illinois. Uh, or Wal, Walverni. How would you pronounce this? Let's see, uh, where's it? Wolverina Deck, Glenview, Illinois. So one Wolverina Deck, Glenview, Illinois. It's literally the word Wolverine, but instead of the letter E at the end, it has the letter A. Uh, and then deck, as in like deck, and Glenview, which is G L E N V I E W, and then you know Illinois and the rest. I think we I think we're gonna arrive at O'Hare at like one in the afternoon, and it so probably like five o'clock. We'll get like some food at the hotel or, or something yeah. in the area, relax for a little bit. And head down, uh, head to that parking garage. It, I'm, I'm guessing we're not going to go into the night. That's the last thing the local police would want. Yeah, we'll probably go for like two hours. I mean, that's about as entertaining as we can be for two hours. Especially after, and yes, it's a two-hour plane ride. Right. But you're still coming off of a plane, and you're still, you know, it's. Uh, you One know. guy in the podcast says Glenview. I rode the MD North Line through there. Mm. Very cool. nice. Very nice indeed. Yeah, we have no real days in Chicago to like go into the city. I guess, well, well, depending on how fast we film, I'm sure Mike would want to take us into the city. I, the two times I've been to Chicago, or one time I've been to Chicago, it's super fun riding mm. the train in, yeah. riding the train into downtown. Yeah. Because it's not like a subway. You don't see anything. You're elevated trains and you're like yeah. seeing the city go by. It's pretty badass. Sorry, I just got a uh, notification that I've been um, uh, liked and messaged on OKCupid. And so, <laughs> nice. Th- All right. What, uh, what's her name? Man, that's watch and rate me at my... Oh, okay. This is 100% spam. Oh. Uh, I will be straight. I'm just looking for someone man enough to watch and rate me at my page. And I'm willing to meet up oh, after. Oh, rate me. Rate. Oh, yeah, yeah, rate. Uh, me at my page and will it's all this other stuff and I'm just willing to do is prove someone willing for me to meet me and to know that he's serious and it's too easy at all no hustle then they send me like a phone number um and I'm just n- no no <laughs> no 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 okay so uh basically this has been um a very movie filled week for me uh basically I've been doing the uh like in lieu of going to the pool because there was one day this week that was so hot that you couldn't actually do anything Mm. um and my nephew didn't want to go to the pool and so i'm like hey let's go to the movies and so um anyway we saw ant-man and the wasp and it was good it was a marvel movie like that's kind of what you say at this point about marvel movies of it was a marvel movie yeah um and but the one that I actually saw that was really good was uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor, which is the Mr. Oh. Rogers documentary. It's fantastic. And that is my sister calling, uh, <laughs> probably to wish me a happy birthday. But it's... Um, we. I wonder if we should do a thing like... Uh, uh, oh, Greg Fitzsimmons does on his podcast. If anybody calls, you have to go on speakerphone. <laughs> it's like, hey. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. The, um, oh, okay. So, uh, won't you be my neighbor? It's kind of weird in the sense that, um, 
they, first of all, they dispel some of the myths, myths about Mr. Rogers, which is that, you know, he was this special forces shooter yeah. who killed people. And it's, they like said, he, like, he doesn't, he hardly knew how to use a screwdriver, much less a sniper rifle. He was not in the, he was in the service or not in the service? No, he wasn't. Oh, the okay. They said, um, cause he was studying to be in the seminary. And then, um, and he is ordained or oh. was ordained. Um, but if I've learned anything, take it on air, uh, take it on air. Right. He's getting another call. Right. Wait a minute. This is my sister. One second. One second. <laughs> hey, speaker. Oh, oh, one, one second. Cause you're on the podcast right now. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Maybe oh. she bought that. Hello. Maybe I did get butt dialed. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Aw, thank you. What are you doing? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Uh, why am I saying happy birthday to you? I love you too. I love you very much. I've been thinking uh, that we got, I got to go up there and visit you sometime. Yeah. I have no idea when though. Hey, I'm on the podcast right now, so I say probably, hello. Uh, so say hello to YouTube. <laughs> You're on the podcast right now, so say hello to YouTube. Hello. Hi. YouTube says hello. YouTube says hi back. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I meant to call earlier, but I kind of got lost in time. Uh, I'm terrible at keeping track of anything, but. That's all good. It's your birthday. Yeah, I know. Huh? No, because. Well, no, because I'm trying not to, like, get all in that sugary stuff now. Um, unless it's for a video with the boy. But still, it's, um, I don't know. Uh, I, I suppose on the way home, if I stop by one. Uh, but, yeah. If you're just joining us, Nick is taking a phone call oh on oh, air. They wouldn't give him one because they ran out of Slurpee cups and lids. Well, I mean, the thing is that... Like the getting a free Slurpee on Seven Eleven from Seven Eleven has nothing to do with it being my birthday. Like if it, it'd be weird if I were going somewhere and I realized I never took advantage of any of the places that give you nice stuff for it being your birthday that they give you sort of uh you know discounts and all this other crazy stuff, um which would be very nice. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyway, um. I'm going to let you go because I'm probably, uh, I feel like, I don't know. I start to ramble when I'm on the phone and I don't want to keep it going too long. Mm. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, happy birthday, bro. I pray God blesses you with love and favor. We love you. All right. Love you all too. God bless. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. 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 All right, so that was my sister, Ketty, and my uh, niece, Talia, and my nephew, Andre. Um, and basically, it was uh, 
uh, they call me every year on my, well, obviously, you know, but usually it's a video call, but this was during the thing. And so I like turned off the video call, uh, and then they called for real. So, um, anyway, thanks for chilling with me through that. Uh, do they live in Pennsylvania? No, they live in New Jersey. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Um, I was just going to go over and eventually, mm -hmm. uh, you know, visit at some point. I, I, I just saw them a few weeks ago in Atlantic city, uh, for some kind of event. Um, and yeah, I, I, it's just very tiring. Um, I, I love them to death, love mm -hmm. them to, to death, love being around the kids. It's just, you know, how like tiring it can be to be around kids, uh, especially when you're going yeah. to the beach and you yeah. go to the beach and you know they get into water yay high and suddenly it's like oh no they're gonna the get oceans are gonna eat them yeah Ugh. the same thing that happened to my brother when he was my nephew's age happened to my nephew the, when we were at atlantic city which is that he uh lost his shoe in the ocean except the difference is that the ocean like spat it back out like oh. 20 minutes later yeah <laughs> it was the weirdest thing huh. but yeah um won't you be my neighbor it's kind of a strange yeah. thing of after seeing it i came to the conclusion that we did not deserve fred rogers probably not like the world as a whole you know um him refusing to bring his religion like a lot of people didn't know he was ordained because he never mentioned religion because he hated the idea that someone would feel excluded just because they didn't believe in the same things that he believed right and you know uh there was never nothing ever in a movie has made me as angry as this like two and a half second clip where uh some conservative news or not even it's a 24-hour news channel right. like commentators it was like a fred rogers was an evil man and you know he created this generation of uh of people who are um like the generation of participation trophy mm. kids who think oh the world is owed to them and they deserve everything because they had people like mr rogers telling them they could be whatever they wanted and they have value and it's just like how big of a dick do you have to be to demonize a man like fred rogers right. i mean who's literally never Ever done anything that I would think is worthy of any sort of ire, right? But you're right about the 24-hour news cycle. I mean, they they just have to say something, and this is a guy trying to, you know, fill dark side his way into rev, uh, relevance. Yeah, yeah. It's or just, dark side fill way yeah. his his way into re relevance. Yeah. Um, and I just bring that up because I was watching a whole lot of down the rabbit hole. Which Wonderful I fully channel. recommend that yeah. YouTube channel. Like I looked at that as almost a gold standard of podcast or or of document a, a new type of uh well, I don't know if it's a new type of documentarian, but there's a certain characteristic to whose name's also Fred. Oh, yeah. Um to cover internet 1.0 stuff yeah it's not the same as talking to people that who were there or it's not the same as encyclopedia dramatica or no or, in britannica like oh, legit Britain. one or or looking up old manuals or news footage because none of the stuff of the people the, the rise and fall of these little internet kingdoms yeah back in the aol age or like the maybe the early 2000s it was all poorly documented Hmm. Um, stuff existed on web forms that was on like some server and when they disappear they're just gone 
Hmm. Unlike print that you can just, if you want, you can go find yeah. the original microfilm. <laughs> anyway. Man, I remember how uh, cool I used to think it was when, like, I got my first computer and it had a little Encarta disc. Oh. And you put those in and it, it played the video too. I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm it's history, baby. Fucking research. Yeah, look at this. I'm going to get an A. All the A's. <laughs> They're going to belong to me. Encarta 1994. Yeah. What, what did I have? I had, like, Encarta 96 or something. I had, like, like 98. Because I think 98 was... No, it was well, 99 it when I got my first computer. Okay. Uh, the first, like, family desktop computer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we had, like, one of those IBM or whatever, the ones that are, you know, yeah. basically you use them as a word processor. Yeah. But other than that, uh, yeah, that was the first one. And I thought Encarta was so cool. Yeah. I'm just like, even when I'm not... You can click on links in the article. It goes to other articles. Oh, man. Fucking hell. The world we live in. What an age. What an age. Multimedia. Yeah. It's interactive. Now they I can put the word interactive on the box. Which <laughs> in itself was a thing. Software boxes. Yeah. You go to electronics boutique. Mm. Babbages. <laughs> and uh, y the software came in a box. Yeah. But not just a box big enough for the CD-ROM. No. This freaking box is like a bento box. It's it's like it's the size of you know what it's all it was almost the dimensions of a a, a legal pad yeah. and the depth of like a shoe yeah a little bit under the size of a shoebox for one CD-ROM but then when software came with books yeah yeah you know, that doesn't really Fuck, happen now because when I buy like software if I buy software for a certain component of my computer it's usually done completely digitally it's a down yeah. it's an install that i just mm -hmm. download off the thing and then you get like a pdf file that's a you know thing but back then you were getting like these giant manuals in the one review where you know oh where yeah you had the, the uh, uh, like quickbooks or something no, yeah it's like TurboTax or i'm gonna teach or, you how to do your taxes and, and it, it was the entire stack of three and a half inch floppy drives yeah but uh. the uh but just to finish up the, the coming out of won't you be my neighbor i came to the realization that um or the first thing that i thought of other than uh, that's like a sensational movie and fred rogers is a great man or was a great man um was that man this the biopic with tom hanks they really picked the wrong guy to be mr rogers because like Tom Hanks doesn't look a single loving thing like him. His son, Colin Hanks, does. Um, oh. And I think he's played him before, but it's basically... I think they picked Tom Hanks for the Mr. Rogers biopic because we collectively feel the way about Tom Hanks yeah. that we used to feel about Mr. Rogers. Like that the all father you yeah. know that he's just that type of or they just wanted someone that they knew a scandal wasn't going to come out about but yeah it's like he doesn't look anything like mr rogers no. and he doesn't sound anything like him either and tom hanks is a great actor but he's not like a transformative actor no like every time he's up there he's still tom, tom hanks, hanks. <laughs> and you know day one from fucking splash yeah yeah he's never up. not been tom hanks no I think Forrest Gump is the closest he's come to, like, not being Tom Hanks. Yeah. And that's, you know, and he had to go far out of his 
you know, comfort zone. He won back-to-back Oscars, 93 for Philadelphia, 94 for Forrest Gump. Yeah. And one of the few men to do it. But he hasn't been nominated for anything since uh, Castaway. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of a... I don't know. It was a great movie. And then the last one that I saw was... That I rented on YouTube was uh, Ready Player One. Okay. Which is references the movie. <laughs> it's literally just all the fan service in the world. And I expected that the plot was kind of going to make more sense. Mm. But when you try to think of the logistics of this world, which is basically that, all right, it's a crap sack world. So everybody goes into this virtual reality uh, place called the Oasis where they can like just sort of hang out and do all the other things that they do in the real world. But the difference is that there are actually like schools in this virtual world. And if you die in this world, like your avatar can come back, but you lose everything that you've amassed over the course. So like you could have 14 years worth of like stuff on your character like 14 years worth of just stuff that you've like costumes Mm. weapons upgrades and then you lose all of it once you zero out Mm. and so i'm thinking like what what about the people who are just going to school in this thing or people who are working inside of this thing because apparently they have jobs inside of that like sphere this Uh this oasis it's just such an incredibly strange movie but i did like it because it's spielberg going back to being that nostalgia spielberg of the kind of like et you know that sense of wonder spielberg Mm -hmm. um and i don't know like the visuals probably aren't going to hold up like five years from now but all that really matters is that you get a sense of wonder out of it it's basically a prize hunt and there are too many uh or there are so many references like the uh, my favorite one, because the re- the references are fine, but I didn't actually get uh, a reaction to any of them until the big magic spell towards the end of the movie is the charm of making from Excalibur, which is I don't like know what that is. Oh, it's my favorite movie of all time. Uh, John Borman's Excalibur, where you know the director basically films his daughter having sex with. A, what? It's an incredibly weird movie. Like John Borman casts his own daughter as the mother of King Arthur, and it requires. Her to have sex completely naked with Gabriel Byrne while he's in full armor. And it's an incredibly awkward love scene. Uh, Love scene. I mean, he's basically, you know, raping her in the sense that, like, he's disguised as her husband. Uh, Trust me, it's it's a good movie if you just (laughs) ignore all of the weirdness. Uh, But it's kind of hard to not kind of get roped into the weirdness of the arthurian legend mm. there was a Del- uh, i saw clips there was a delorean mm-hmm. time machine in ready player one but i thought from the clips that they put the knight rider scanner light on the front of it they put a lot of things on a lot of th- uh, like that's the only way i can really explain it uh, because they had you know the 66 batmobile they had uh the motorcycle from akira um they had a bunch of uh i don't know uh, mm. like a lot of Basically, you can build things inside that world. Like, one of the characters is building the Iron Giant Mm. on commission. Hmm. And so, you know, there have been other things. Like, hey, you want a Millennium Falcon? It's like, we can get you a Millennium Falcon if you just join our evil organization. Hmm. You know, that type of thing. Um, And they have all these different things where you can, uh, you know, like, for instance, you can go hang gliding in a hurricane, which can't obviously can't do in real well Mm -hmm. not i was gonna say not with that attitude but (laughs) it's kind of 
I don't know. I liked it for what it was. If uh, it's incredibly exposition heavy, incredibly exposition heavy, more or less than Inception. Ugh, that's a good question. <laughs> They're about on par in the sense that okay, I'm going to say more because Inception doesn't also use voiceover to give it to you. Okay, because. Ready Player One uses voiceover on top of characters talking to each other about things that they should already know. Okay. And it's incredibly weird. And I just can't really, you know. Um, but other than that, I thought it was a fine movie. Mm -hmm. It's too long by like a half hour, but, mm. you know, it's whatever. Right. Good times. Good, Good times. times. A, lot, a lot of movies out. So yeah. I have not seen any movies in the past two weeks. Uh, I've been riding the motorcycle a lot. Still have to review my DR650. I am going to be uh, selling it probably immediately following the review. Hmm. What I noticed, and you'll hear it of the, of the review of my 2013 DR650, is that the second you buy a dual sport motorcycle, suddenly you see no trespassing signs everywhere. And DCNR land, can't, can't ride here, can't ride there, can't oh. go off road. Is is it kind of a response to your having gotten the motorcycle, or is it one of those like Bader Meinhof uh, situations where suddenly you're noticing it now? Bader Meinhof. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's like oh, all of these fire trails and the uh, paths that go underneath power lines can't ride here. It's illegal. No, no motor vehicles. Damn it. Yeah. So. And, and I did find some trails that I could go on and then realizing that a DR650, a stock DR650, uh, is pretty much a street bike mm. um, with some off-roading capabilities in the same way that a stock uh, Wrangler is still a, a car. Yeah. It's not until you do stuff to a Wrangler that it can go off-road with any respect. Like, I suppose a JK has more off-road capability than a TJ, but I'm still stuck in the 90s. So um, when I think Wrangler, I think a TJ Wrangler. And yeah. you see them out there, TJs and some YJ Wranglers rolling around on just 13-inch wheels and just street tires. Yeah. Like this, yes, it's a Jeep. Yes, it can, as four-wheel drive. Is it going to go off-road? Not really. Mm. And also a DR650 is very heavy at over 400 pounds so um what i uh, i'm going to trade it for or sell it and then use the money to either buy a uh it's gonna be one of three bikes as of now a the new retro honda cb 1100 hmm. um that's uh these are all gonna be four-cylinder bikes uh that's about 90 horsepower um, a Suzuki, which uh, discontinued one. It's a Suzuki GXF or GSXF, which is really, remember when we did that Suzuki banded up in State College? Yeah. yeah. It's one of those, but with a full fairing on it, mm. like it full covers on it. And that's a 650 four cylinder. And I think that makes like 95 horsepower. And then the fastest one would be a Honda 919, which is a naked bike. That one makes about 100 horsepower. Mm. That would be the probably the fastest bike I've ever owned, but still not as fast as like a Ducati, that Ducati 999999999. <laughs> so, stupid fast. Yeah, I, I want sort of a middleweight bike. 
Mm. Um, anyway. Speaking of middleweight, did you see uh, the, the... No. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> Tell me, though. No, no, uh, I meant to send you the link to the finish of the fight that uh, Stipe got knocked the fuck out. No, he did? Yeah, new champion. Um, but it's one of those things where they have, like, immense respect for each other. Like, in the 24-7, uh, between Daniel Cormier and Stipe Miocic, Miocic, it's, um, it was just literally, like, kind of them hanging out, like, he went to go visit him at his firehouse, of, like, dude, you're, like, the world champion, and you're an actual hero, (laughs) and, you know, oh, man, but you're, like, you know, one of the greatest of all time in any division, and it, it, it's just funny in the sense that these two went in with such respect for each other, and if, and now, you know, Cormier is a double champ, too, you know, so it's kind of funny, and then at the end of it, like Brock Lesnar was in the audience and Cormier calls <laughs> That's out what Brock I heard. Lesnar. Like, someone said this is getting too WWE yeah. for me. Was that you? Yeah. Well, you? I mean, a lot of people said that, but what drove me nuts was the fact that like, okay, I get what they're going for of, you know, they're trying to hype the fight, but like, could everyone not be smiling while this is happening? Mm. Like Cormier has the biggest dopiest, like, oh man, I'm getting to do WWE grin on his face. <laughs> and Lesnar is like la- laughing his ass off. Joe Rogan has like, grinning from ear to ear even dana who who finally doesn't look like a tomato for once Uh is also smiling just like "Ah, ah." (laughs) and uh it's just it it just took all sort of menace out of it like yeah they were shoving each other but you know it's like that kind of it wasn't even like these this passive aggressive smile of you know i'm sick of yeah you know but yeah, it's just strange. That'll be a super fight, and it probably won't happen until January. But okay. I don't know if the title will be on the line or if it even should be because uh, Brock is coming off USADA. Uh, it's mm. Because he, like, retired, and he still had six months left on his USADA s- suspension. And from that the doesn't last go one. away. And it doesn't go away. So now that he's entering back into the USADA testing pool, he has another six months on that sentence before he can uh. fight again. So, yeah. Huh. Interesting interesting indeed so just to let you know we are not ignoring the chat um we will go to the chat after we discontinue this stream we're going to take a break i'm going to pour myself a drink actually get some food in me and then uh, and then we'll come back yeah how long um, have we been going so eh, far? half hour eh, that's good um uh, question or are we coming to california uh I mean, eventually, you know, how how do we stay away? Yeah, it's really hard to stay away from there. Um, uh, people are asking who just came in. Hey, when are we? When are you guys coming to Chicago? Um, yeah, uh, this coming Monday is, as of now, is the RCR Chicago meet in Glenview mm. at a gigantic parking garage on Wolf, Wolverine, Wolverine, or Wolverina, Wolf, one Wolverina Street in Glenview, or Illinois. Wolverina Deck. Like it's it. Like I don't know. Because I've never heard of like a, a street path being known as deck, but it's don't um, worry, the clumsy gamer. We're coming back. Yeah, this is just the not us talking to the stream chat. We're, yeah, we're actually trying to have a conversation, and then and then it'll be just streaming and chat, and then super chat questions when we come back. Yeah. Um. Um. But it, uh, what time will the Glenview car meet be at? They're asking. Oh, time um, of day probably when you get off work. So I'm thinking like 5 p.m. Something like that. Thoughts on the Dan Bell YouTube channel. Uh, what's funny is I um, 
finally, after months and months of putting it off because I thought it would be too depressing, uh, finally watch his dead mall on the mall that I basically grew up in, the fairgrounds mall. And it is the saddest video you will ever see in your life. And that was four years ago, and it's even sadder now. Uh, I don't know how that... Well, okay. They keep saying it's been sold and it's going to be demolished or turned into, like, housing or something else. They keep saying that, but nothing happens and everything remains open. The only things in there that are worth a damn are the movie theater and the Boscovs. The Boscovs, you would never know that it was connected to a dead mall. That Boscovs is pristine. It's delightful. Yeah. It's got a... a one of the nicer greeneries out of the many Boscovs yeah. in this area. Um, and I just, I don't know, but it was an incredibly sad watch just because I remember that mall when it was like really bumping. I, I imagine like in a very ready player one type of sense, people would like climb Mount Everest with Batman. I would just go back to like the fucking fairgrounds mall back when it was on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> cause I'm that back when there were view arcades in there. Yeah. When there were arcades, when there were like, huge crowds and you know it's just very i don't know i i i i'm a very like mall person Hell yeah. uh obviously by the amount of times i say like but mm. uh, what's in phone says houston texas meetup more like austin texas meetup yeah it's in october o october right? yeah, yeah yeah october austin texas that'll be cool parking lot of the on it office anyway I have to tell you the truth, Dad. Collect. I don't regret it. I don't regret Insert Gurren Lagan reference here. I don't get the reference. Uh, well, I mean, I watched Gurren Lagan, and I don't get the reference. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I finally yeah. finished uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which okay. was fantastic. Um, and now I realize that. I finally have people I can cosplay as <laughs> if yeah. I go to like a convention or yeah. something, because there are so many varieties of people that you can dress as, mm. um, in that thing for different body types. So I'm kind of, you know, looking forward to New York comic con this year and possibly also not like, this is the first year where I'm not fat enough to be like, I have more options now. Um, I mean, yeah. But other things. Yeah, other things. I keep th saying to people that I'm going to attempt to hike the entire Appalachian Trail in 2020 or 2021. The weird thing is, if I attempt this uh, exactly, Upper Robin, exactly. What? Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, maybe when we're in Austin... At the Onnit offices, maybe we'll get on Aubrey Marcus's podcast. Maybe. Maybe. That'd be nice. Um, I'm up for it. Uh, but the idea to hike the entire AT is means taking six months off, which means me taking six months off of RCR, which means you would have to run it. Yeah. Um, I'd just say, Nick, just do whatever you want. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm comfortable enough to give you my Google login. Yeah. So it's not that I don't trust you. It's just what it's 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 an unknown that I yeah, don't know. Yeah, it's an unknown. Well, I mean, we could It's like a universal password that you have for everything and now it's on a laptop that I don't control. Oh, in um well, in the months leading up to it, you could basically like train me to do what you do. Yeah. Um I mean, now granted what I do is 
really not going to be at the same level as what we do together. Right. But I would be hoping to, like, in the months leading up, to just bank a bunch of RCR stories. Yeah. So, you know, and we would bank, like, I don't know, maybe like a month or two of videos. Like, it... They will be low-earning months, and mm-hmm. it'll be a low-earning year, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, we're still making money right? in a way. Or, you know, set up a Patreon of, like, <laughs> donate to us so that we are, while, like, you know, Mr. Regular's adventure in the AT. And, right, when I would post, because I clearly would post stuff from the AT, but it would probably have to be its own YouTube channel. Yeah. Or if, I, if somehow you can link to... Um, because no one, if you're not into long distance hiking, then you wouldn't really care to watch my updates. Another thing would be like, if you film stuff beforehand, you could, if you wanted, as I would get near to Pennsylvania, meet me at a hotel somewhere near the trail. Yeah. And I'd zero for two days, which means not hike for two days (laughs) in like, you know, we'd find a, a Hilton somewhere. You pick me up at a trailhead in the Mustang and we just hang out at a hotel. I shower 500 times <laughs> and just do laundry and then upload stuff yeah. to YouTube from there. I mean, I imagine... Because you, you run into a town like every five days. So now that's a big thing to ask, like driving down. But as as I would reach Virginia, that's not too bad of a drive. Yeah, it's really not. No. Um, And I've made it many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... I, what you're describing, like, if you film it, it's almost like motion picture length. Like, I imagine, like, there's there's a movie to in that right. somewhere. Like, there's kind of like All Cars Go to Heaven, but without the cars. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if people would pay to really watch that or if I would have just a separate channel. Um, I just follow IB Tat's example. And when you see the stuff, he, he's doing it all with, like, a point and shoot and, a, and an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And he's editing on an iPad. Yeah. And he's editing every single night. Mm. And he releases videos Monday through Wednesday. I, with no... What he does is that he, he banks the videos. And then when yeah. he gets to a town, he'll like sit in the Dunkin' Donuts where he has Wi-Fi. Yeah. And then just upload them from his iPad from there. That's what I do with my me and my nephew's video. Like, yeah. if you search Nicholas Roman on YouTube, you'll find, like, my personal channel, which I post videos with my nephew mm-hmm. called Limited Time Roman, where we try limited time only food yeah. products. And basically, uh, all of that is done sort of in camera, like all the editing. I'm the Tom Waits fan. I also am a Tom Waits fan, well, I but na- because of you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I named this podcast, Things will, Maybe Things Will Be Better in Chicago, <laughs> after the Tom Waits song, Maybe Things Will Be Better in Chicago. Nice. It just was called In Chicago. Nice. Um, but um, they, uh, but yeah, all of that is done in camera, and so, uh, and by in camera, I don't mean I'm literally stopping and making cuts, but that like all the footage is in my phone gallery, and then I have a little app where I can like move these like i can do the editing on that app Mm -hmm. and then just post them right to youtube okay um and really the whole reason that they're there is that like my nephew likes to oh yeah yeah it's literally just called it's just my name it's just nicholas roman because it's like my 
I just put them on my own YouTube account and like, there's no ambition for any of them to make money. It's just something that, well, I, Hey, well, Hey, no yeah, way. that'd be cool. Um, but it's there for, uh, it's just me and my nephew sort of hanging out. And there was one where, uh, we did these organic Doritos that were white cheddar. Um, they are actually better than regular Doritos, mm. like by orders, several orders of magnitude. Um, it, it's kind of weird. Uh, but, yeah, the f camera started to die, and uh, so I ended up cutting in clips of us at an arcade, nice. just uh, playing games. And uh, then I had, for the next one, like, the phone gets too hot, so it has to turn off. <laughs> and so in that one, I cut in clips of my nephew go-kart racing, because I'd never seen anybody at become as natural at anything as my nephew as a go-karts it's actually kind of mortifying watching him like make these turns essentially like cut kids up with not really cutting them off he's like artfully like moving through <laughs> like it's almost like if a go-kart could dance past people and it was just like you know I, I, it makes it i'm like huh like I, I immediately see it, and I'm thinking, like, how can I make money with it? No, I'm yeah. no, no, no. It's like because I realize, get lucrative. yeah, because no, the Reading Fair has like kids, which is every August. They have like actual races, and they're it's a competition, like in various different, like you know, the four wheelers, uh, the two wheels, like motorized hmm. vehicles, and I think go karts is one of the uh, events. But the problem is, is that like they don't give you the go karts. Like, you have to get your own go-kart. And I'm not buying a damn go-kart. <laughs> I'm like, you know, if his dad wants to buy him a go-kart, or my brother wants to buy him a go-kart, like, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Um, But Uncle Nick ain't buying the damn thing. <laughs> uh, but or I'm guessing some of them would be very, like, they would be getting sponsored. Like, some of these kids, Probably. maybe. Yeah. It, uh, like if, if I can get an advanced auto part sponsorships, they're they're getting a sponsorship from, like, Keenan Carburetors or something to make those mm. things go faster. Yeah. Well, um, uh, Super Chat, we're going to get that going in a little bit, Kyle. And yeah. probably that time is now. I'm going to get uh, some food in me, mix myself a beverage, and then we'll be back. Hey. We're going to stop this stream right now. All right. Um, we're going to be back. I'm going to go into the YouTube manager and start up Super Chat, and that'll be that. But for all the people listening just on the podcast, the uh, just the audio podcast, this is this is where it ends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So thank you so much for listening. I'm Brian. I'm Nick. Thank yeah. you so much. Have a great week.